I love podcasting, but it makes me the most opinionated maniac. Bang my mic, you know? Then comes podcasting. I should have stopped like three episodes ago. You know when you act like got an equation? I become like, I know, that's when you got, you know? It's like those two aren't mixed right. Now I get up, ah, it's like, I shouldn't even say last show. But I podcast and I lose all consciousness. No wait, con- I can't do it, dude. 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 I can not do it dude 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 i uh, Kyle Beachy, I'm welcoming you to our adapted crew for this evening. Um, we have myself, uh, we have Ted Schmitz, uh, master of all things uh, productive. We have Ted Barrow, um, who you might know from the internet. And we are very, very, very stoked this afternoon slash evening to have Alex White in the house. She is a professional skateboarder, a contest announcer, a judge, a mother, and a general badass. Alex, it's really rad to have you here. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm really excited to be here. Killed it. Crushed it, right? <laughs> Crushed yeah, don't it. Have, first try. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're, we're going to start, as we like to, by being positive. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what people are into right now, because I've had one of those weeks where I'm not into a whole lot, so I could use someone um, maybe helping me out. Uh, who's into something? <laughs> Alex, what are you into right now? Well, like totally off skateboarding, but I'm really psyched on feminist uh political athletes like uh fuck no i'm not going to the white house what, yeah, what happens when team usa skateboarding gets asked to go to the white house don't oh, go God. just flex so hard yes. we, we, well it depends if they win the the sickest thing about the the women's soccer team is that they they're like if we win we won't go and and all these idiots are like well you probably won't win then they won and they're yeah. not going that's yeah fucking so sick yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they handled. I mean, they played so well, and there was such there was so much garbage talk about, um, you know, the absence of humility, and there was such an exposure of double standards. I feel like in the last week about athletes uh, being allowed to celebrate or being, you know, somehow arrogant, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what what was your what is your relationship to soccer, Alex? Are you a fan? Do your kids play? No, I played for years and in college and. Uh, yeah, and I watched all the games and I talked shit to Amy Ram and all the English girl skaters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. How'd they take it? Uh, yeah, and it was fun. They take it great. They, they love it. I mean, they, that's part of the culture. So, yeah. um, yeah, to see that last weekend on Sunday was like big, especially cause right now it feels like a lot of people, you know, athletes and skaters are taking stances and, uh, yeah. getting a lot of feedback, negative feedback. Um, and it's really cool to see people just standing in their own truth. So yeah, I'm excited yeah. about that. You said you played soccer. You have a, um, from what I can tell from having a distance from you, 
uh, but a view of you on the internet. Uh, this is going. This is going great. I like Are you it. suggesting that you can't possibly know someone from what you see of them on the internet? So, so I have invented. You know, I've filled in all three dimensions of your personality and your life from the posting. Um, no, you. You also are a surfer, and uh, we spoke last week about how folks on this show have do not have kids, and you have kids, and and now I find out that you've played soccer. Which how dare you be a jock? Oh my god! Uh, no, no, jock. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, but you have uh, compared to my experience in skating. Like I just I did the the one fucking thing, right? And like way later on, like after I'd been skating for. 10 years did some theater but like you like it seems like you have so many things uh outside of skating uh that you did have you was there a time that you were just like i'm a fucking skater like i only skate like that's that's everything about me or have you always had the like because high school is like kind of i guess maybe late to be playing soccer and i guess um compared to the the suburban culture that i grew up in well, I don't know. Um, when I was a teenager, like all the kids that I skated with also kind of played soccer. That was like the one acceptable okay. sport because it was like a foot sport. And we'd, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we'd, and we'd always get in trouble for bailing on practice and skating because, and we were still like, fuck you. We're going skating yeah, and yeah. we're better than everybody else. And we don't give a shit about our shins. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we actually made some pretty good soccer. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I follow sports. It's like yeah. some sports, not everything. I'm not like a, I don't know. You follow surfing? Uh, yeah, I do follow surfing. Okay. Yeah. So. Wait, do you compete in surfing? Yeah, I do sometimes. <laughs> okay. That's Whoa. like for fun, not not for real. But that's not fun. The ocean, the ocean isn't fun. The ocean is terrifying. The ocean is a death yeah. machine, and we should what, stay out of it. Yeah. What, what's What's fun about sharks? Like canoodling and roiling, like waves roiling with sharks under your feet. That sounds not fun at all. And rocks and and death. The, the joke from all surfers is that like they all think skateboarders are all so afraid of the ocean. We are, and that like you won't get you can't get a skater to get wet. Like you can't even like it'd be a miracle if they'll jump into a lake. Like skaters are yeah. all like cats. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. lakes. I love lakes. I love rivers. I love ponds. I love creeks. I don't, I do not fuck with the ocean though. Um, what I else do, what, what else way. do surfers say about us? Uh, <laughs> Can you speak for all surfers? Sure. I'll, ki I'll kill them. <laughs> yeah. I just noticed that whenever um, skateboarders start surfing, there was a whole bunch of skaters in LA, like, uh, like Tino and like Lauren Malika and everybody that started surfing and, uh, they all surf like skaters, like they'll they'll kind of like square down and look at their between their legs, you know, a lot. And oh, surfers are all like they're so upright and proper, and it's funny you can you can tell like a skateboarder on a surfboard like immediately. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the funny because I was just in Colorado for the last ten days, um, and w what you can always tell in Colorado is that these these skaters in Colorado are obviously snowboarders. Yeah, you right? can always like, tell that off. They are oh, just so completely, you know, they're trying like 360 nose grabs over some hip and you're like, what are you, what are you up hey. to? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and they, they, they're real square and like broad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Stiff, stiff legged. And surfers on skateboards are just like terrible to watch. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, they, <laughs> they like pull their whole body into a kick turn and yeah, you know they're thinking about oh, a wave, really and funny. so I don't know. They're a little flagrant. Yes, yeah. they're flagrant. Yeah. 
Uh, Ted Barrow, what's yeah? You, you seem so happy right now. What are you what's into? Goody? What's going on? <laughs> uh, I I'm oh I I forced this thirteen year old's kid Drew that I skate with at at um like around the corner from where I live to ollie up two stairs today, and I'm really fucking stoked that he did it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like how did you amazing... did you force him coerce him through shame? What is that? Yeah, Lo- carrot or stick? Uh, yeah, like carrot just in- encouraging bullying you know like i was just like you know if you don't do this try i'm gonna um not talk about it on the podcast or something um (laughs) no i i'm i'm really stoked i'm not even sure if he was stoked when he did it because he was because he was crying because i bullied him so hard it's like get away from me mr barrow (laughs) yeah but i am stoked that i made a 12 year old cry no um no i i'm yeah i am really really happy with uh i just sort of like have a little turning point where i started teaching this week and I realized I've been hanging out in Riverside Park for this park near my house for like three and a half months. And in those three and a half months, it went from winter to summer. And like yeah. all these kids skate this place. And I just think it's like such an amazing time to be able to share a public space with other skaters and see the first Ollie up two steps today. That's rad. Yeah, that's really satisfying. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, for hopefully for him, definitely for me. Yeah. I'm taking full credit for his two-stair ollie. I mean, you, you basically <laughs> ollied for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I ollied up the stairs making eye contact with the 13-year-olds, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you lay on the trick and you like look back. Being... Third dominance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my territorial <laughs> two-stair ollieing. Beaming. Yeah, territorial uh, beaming. Kyle. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I'm sort of stoked on is this Nike video, um, but I sort of, sort of reluctantly. Uh, are, are you using this as a cheap segue, or was this really on your mind? Look, man, I live to pod. I, I guess, <laughs> I guess at this point, it is sort of a cheap segue. But I do want to talk about the Nike video, and it was probably the thing that I was actually most um, kind of impressed by this week. But we, we have this group chat as we've sort of brought up, I think on the podcast before. Um, and I was really disheartened to hear the response to Donovan Piscopo in the group chat, because it went very much against what for me was a kind of very gradual coming around to kind of, wait, I like this kid. Like, I, I think I kind of like this kid now. And I've been sort of anti Donovan Piscopo forever. And then this Thrasher interview comes out, which is just like kind of a, uh, like a, like a, a, a blow up doll of an interview. It's just like very, it felt really fake from the very beginning. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm really confounded by the video and my like for it and other people seem to dislike it. So I, I'm, I, I really was looking forward to hearing how other people actually felt about this. About the group chat or Donovan Piscopo? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with the Nike video, period. <laughs> okay. I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. I thought Casper uh, Brooker was really impressive. And uh, there's an Upper West Side spot in it. And it was like weird. I mean, I think honestly, the outliers. You mean Upper were... West End? Sorry. I'm there an was... idiot. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> there, there were, um, I feel like the, the meat of it, like in the, in the sandwich that was that video, was, was like Casper and like those dudes. And then the, the two pieces of bread, one rye, one wheat, no, one white. <laughs> Was where it was Piscopo and and uh, Carpenter. Yeah. Right. Wait, you're calling yeah. Donovan wheat bread, and no. Blake Carpenter is white bread. Donovan is rye, and Blake Carpenter is absolutely white bread. He's like sourdough at most. 
He's like, he's like white bread with a toy machine sticker on it. All right. <laughs> this is like a very unsatisfying sandwich, but like a pretty decent video. Yeah. Well, I saw, so, yeah, I found Donovan Piscopo's tricks to be incredibly tasteful and very powerful and, and like really, really, really super impressive. Um, why is he angry? What's, why is he, that's why what is he so angry? That's I was going to ask about. What do you think about this, like this flexing guy as he rides away? Fuck! The, the time he did the fuck, I think, is when he does the kickflip into that incredibly narrow death bank and then slides out of it in between a wall and a pole, right? I, I thought the yeah. time that he did the fuck was when he when he jammed up that possibly steep brick bank in London, like two axles stalled that thingy and then yeah. came back down and then he said, fuck! I... <laughs> Dude, this is like a Bernstein Bears thing yeah. of like or, Mandela or, effect or, of Donovan Piscopo's fucks. Or was the time that he said fuck when he slammed his face against the double kinked like rail in the beginning. I, I bet fuck. you if I, I like I felt his mental fuck when he hit his face on that rail. Um I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it, it's that, it's a good way to open I mean that's a Jacob Harris way to open a video, right? Because it's it, it makes no sense. It comes out of nowhere. Yes. There were no it's, credits. There like not only were there no names in this video, which we could probably talk which, about again if we, we yeah, wanted, because that's to. gonna be a weekly update. There was yeah. also like no it was nothing. It was just <laughs> like if, the it was yeah. like it just hit the ground running. Here we are. I'm suddenly inside the Nike video. Yeah, okay. I, Differ, is there a difference between like our experience watching this and Gizmo with no names? With the, I have the same stance on the titlelessness. Um, although I, I was familiar. Like Caleb Barnett is from Arizona, and I had, I'm, I'm reluctant to call myself a Casper Brooker fan because as I've been, because as I've been fighting with people on the internet, <laughs> I don't know when I'm expressing fandom for Casper Brooker or Mike Arnold or Nick Stain. I just, I can't tell anymore. I don't know who I'm a fan of. There is a guy who skates regular footed <laughs> who I like. I don't know who it is. I think it's me. I think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I just once and for all, I just my, I think I have a philosophy, which is just like if you're like kind of like a crew, like if if your video is supposed to be a sort of expression of your scene or of your like of the individual filmmaker, like I think and and your crew is cool with it. I think that's an interesting thing to do with the skate video. Um, I liked it when I first started seeing GX stuff or when I started seeing We're talking about the no titles. The the titlelessness. Yeah. yeah. But I am I am not okay with it as as a Nike thing. Um there are many people here who are putting themselves on the line and what and what is getting big ups from these projects is not uh, you know, uh Cyrus Bennett or or a Caleb Barnett that maybe a lot of people don't know by name but it's it's the idea of nike it's so you're talking about it as like a corporate erasure thing like this is about nike more than it's about these individuals i think i think that's particularly interesting as we relate it to gizmo because the timing of this almost like insists that we compare it to gizmo right they're like Mm -hmm. roughly the same length they're they're edited in a sort of similarly crew-based way right where you'll have like semi parts with ample guest appearances like sean malto in casper's section and you know yeah doing that that roll-on front crook in the yeah don't so adorable um alex what what did you what 
we haven't had the advantage of talking to you about Gizmo or this Nike video. What what are your thoughts about where we're at right now with this sort of Nike video sandwich? Um, well, I think they come across as uh, artful. I'm heart kind of choking on the word. Um, and the no title thing, they're kind of trying to de- depart from like the standard skate video or make their own kind of version of what the skate the Nike skate video is going to look like. It looks like more yeah. branding to me. And uh, huh. so there's a lot of similarities there. Uh, Jason Hernandez isn't behind this one, is he? No, no, not this at all. is Jody yeah, Harris so, who does uh, Atlantic Drift. But yeah. that's also a really good point, though, is that uh, Gizmo was a J- Jason Hernandez thing, and this was a, a Jacob L. What is yeah. it? Are there three Jacob names? Elliot Harris. Yeah, sometimes, Jacob Elliot. But yeah. now people people call him Jacob Harris. Yeah. Sometimes now. <laughs> um. But yeah, and that's what's interesting is Jacob Harris had been a sort of style guy with the videos. And mm-hmm. now it's like he could maybe be seen at like some people could believe that this was a Jason Hernandez video, right? Yeah. But yeah. I, I didn't feel like I was watching a, a Jason Hernandez video. I felt um, like I was watching a Johnny Wilson video. I, that's what I felt as well. Yeah. But sorry, we, we cut off Alex's um, thread. No, I think it's uh, both of them are coming in timed very the same in the marketing budgets of Nike. <laughs> yeah. And and I the questions that pop up in my head is like what was the budget like for the men's Nike video and what was it like oh, for the shit. women's and uh you know I I kind of question it's great that Gizmo came out it's an, it's an amazing video uh I don't dig the no name thing men or women's videos or whatever they're going to call them these days um and I don't know if they necessarily need to be split into a Nike women's and a Nike men's. I don't even know if the 30 minute skate video format is dead now. It's hard to watch a 30 minute skate video for me now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, and, and, and I mean, maybe to that end, like that's one of the things that the no name stuff might be kind of mitigating, right. Is our exhaustion, right? Like that, like you, you know, after watching this video, like, okay, Blake Carpenter had Ender, Ender but it didn't feel it, it wasn't set up like an ender. You didn't know if there was going to be another part after him, right? Like the experience of watching this stuff is kind of premised on the idea that like, okay, we're, we're sort of exhausted by the skate video now. So what if we present it in such a way that you actually have no idea what's coming next and you have no idea if that's the last time you're going to see Sean Malto or maybe he'll <laughs> pop up later again. I thought and it's like, oh, that guy, that years guy. ago. So, but I mean, isn't that sort of kind of what, what we might be seeing here? Like this idea that, that they're working against this kind of exhaustion that we have about the 30 minute video. But even 15 minutes and I felt exhausted and confused by the constant revolving door. Hmm. Yeah. Can I, I, I don't know. Can I say that um, <clears throat> I, if I could reprise my, my stoked on, and I think this is also germane to this conversation, uh, I have rewatched the Blips cover version video Yeah. in spite of its soundtrack yeah. uh, like five times. I even like knew that we were probably going to get a late start today. So I like watched it again. Yeah. And that's a 38 minute long video with full parts, like traditional format. Yeah. And so I and I kind of realized that at this time that I was watching it, that I was watching it because I missed that format a little mm. bit. You know, like I it it adhered to what I like about skate videos from my generation and era, which I think overlaps with a lot of yours. And uh, yeah, so I just want to give props to that video, but also just to say that like 
that exhaustion sometimes is like self-manifested. Like we're like, oh God, I can't fucking sit through another 12 minutes. But, right. um, you know, <laughs> like what, what could I possibly do? Um, I could be taking a shit or staring at my phone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And I think Alex, your point also is a really good one, which is like, okay, well now that we've, now that we've established, okay, this, this sort of the open invite to compare Trustfall to Gizmo in terms of how they were promoted, how, you know, Trustfall was sort of like this surprise thing that mm -hmm. just popped up versus Gizmo, which had a little bit of anticipation, like built into its promotion. Um, and then, you know, all the interviews and Thrasher for Gizmo versus Trustfall. I don't, I, I don't know. Do they, is, do they have an issue dedicated to yeah, the video? Donovan's interview. He talked about it, right. the new one. Right. So yeah, it's sort of an interesting thing. It, 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 I, I would love to be a fly on the wall of whatever that meeting was, if indeed there was a meeting somewhere in Beaverton where they're like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna make Gizmo this like centerpiece of our promotional budget, and then Trustfall is gonna kind of like sneak in mm -hmm. in the wake of it. Um, Beyonce but, surprise album yeah. <laughs> of the of the, of the Nike right. budget, yeah. But but I think the 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 point that you raise is a really good one, which is like, all right, so now given this like two column approach, are we now free to start in intermingling uh, boy and girl skaters? Like, is that, <laughs> is that going to work here? Or is like, is that where we're heading? Do you think, or do you think that that's still a ways off? Well, we've already been doing that. It seems like now in the recent era, we've been pushing to all girl videos and all male videos to help promote girls teams you know in an individual mm -hmm. look we have a whole team of girls we don't just have right. one token girl writer but i'm mm -hmm. hoping it'll come back like pump on this just came out skate rats video with shari right. and kristen and i texted kristen i'm like so did you and shari share a point i would share a part and she's like it's 2019 we both got our own parts alex <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like fuck yeah that's great and yeah and so videos i think like now i think it can be more common to just have a couple girls parts in there. Maybe yeah, not right. the whole girls team, not just one, but I would like to see that. Yeah. Which sort of relies these days, it seems like on taking trips together, right? Like I keep thinking about, there was this one Brazil, Nike yeah. Brazil video um, that did a great job with that because it was like a scene video, right? Mm -hmm. It was more about here's what it's like in Brazil and here are these skaters, you know, from, from across the board who just happened to rip in this particular part of Brazil. Um, yeah. So it seems like it's gonna come down to traveling. And if we're actually going to be able to have vans that have, you know, mixed sex in them and mixed genders in them and are open to people moving around the country and filming together, which one would hope we're able to do. If yeah. guys can they did that. Toy Machine did that. And, yeah. and PAL videos had, had like, um, Lawyer, you know, Bean and Nita. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I, I have a, um, I recently went, I've been hanging out with, uh, the, my friend Rochelle and her boyfriend, like we went to the museum the other day. She was in skate kitchen. She's a, yeah. You yeah. know, she, she, she skates and, uh, I actually went skating with her boyfriend Toby this afternoon as well. And that, so, you know, we're down. <laughs> but, but like, but know, she was, her and her boyfriend look a lot alike. Yeah, isn't that adorable? It's, uh, it's super weird. Like, I, like, like my first question, like with them, like I was like, wait, so is it weird to like date someone that skates? And then like, then there's like an ellipse, and I was like, and look, it's it looks exactly like you. <laughs> but um, but she, Rochelle was like, she's like, you know, in sports, like she's like, I played sports like through high school and before skating and. There's women's soccer and there's men's soccer. 
and we didn't expect like women's soccer to be like men's soccer and we you know like and i I thought that was kind of interesting because i think that like so much of what we talk about on the show and what like the discourse within skateboarding these days um there's this con conflict between like our expectations and how we define inclusion within skateboarding like like are we like oh that's sick like you know all girl team all girl video or um and then but in like if it depends on how we think about skateboarding i think like is this a sport do we are there rankings are there like winners contests like things like that and how does that define these categories yeah is there room for that is there enough yeah. polarity in skateboarding to have team yeah rankings and also make it artistic and an activity and social and all the things that we love about it mm-hmm. right right like un- unlike um soccer or like organized mm-hmm. sports like that team sports like that like there aren't there isn't like a regimented practice and uniform and like slotted times to play matches and things like that within skateboarding for the most part so that's a way it's it seems a lot more nebulous uh, yeah you know <laughs> you know alex you kind of you kind of touched on that in your interview with Kristen in the the first episode right where you you made a point that i think was really I, I won't forget. And I remember being in, like immediately convinced when you said it, which was basically like, look, like DIY skating isn't going to be affected by this. Like people who go out and skate curbs aren't going to be affected by the Olympics. Like this is not mm-hmm. going to upset your weekly practice of meeting at the curb with eight other, you know, overweight 40 year olds. This You're going to keep being able to do this. This isn't going to preclude you somehow from skating being what skating's always been for you. Um, but, but uh, I do, I do sort of wonder like, what is it, what is the thing that makes so many people? And I think by now we can say that there is a group of people that feel so threatened, um, by the idea of skateboarding kind of branching off into being these different things, right. Into having like, okay, well, these people skate this way and these people skate this way. Like, um, and I bring this up not only because I have to talk about it in Sweden in a few weeks, like yeah, this idea of, of, of core, et cetera. But like, what, what, what do you think when you, when you see people have this kind of gut sort of visceral protective reaction about skateboarding? Like, no, 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 no. We've got to keep it as it is. Like, is that just like pure kind of typical, um, fear of change? Or do you think there's something else going on? I have that gut feeling too. I get yeah. I get really nervous when I see something that I love being portrayed in a way that I don't have control over. So huh. I, I feel it too. Like I went um the skate kitchen uh movie creator Crystal Mosberg, she's making or Moselle. Moselle make, yeah. Moselle's making a comedy with um mm. a couple of the writers from HBO about women skateboarding. And my gut was like, what the fuck? Like, right. why didn't they call me? <laughs> like, or like, you right. know, I was just like, what are they going to do? Like, you feel like this, it can, and it can apply to everything in your life too, honestly. But yeah, uh, I think that people have, like, they <clears throat> they love skateboarding and they have every right to feel that way. Like, and I listen to them. I want to listen to every, like, I, I think that it can feel a little threatening when you're seeing something uh, being taken down a way that you're not sure what it's going to end up like, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I find that I feel the most str- strongly about how skateboarding should be when I'm furthest away, farthest away. Fuck Kylie. Fuck me up. Uh, <laughs> from, from, from my skateboard. Like when I'm not skateboarding, I have the hardest, uh, 
edges and like i'm super touchy about how i think skateboarding should be and how i like what it means to me but the moment i'm i'm skateboarding it could literally be like how i feel in the morning versus how i feel in the afternoon when i get Mm -hmm. to skate i'm like oh yeah everything's cool like like you know it doesn't really matter and and i don't want to like generalize that everyone who feels protective over this culture that we share is going through the same thing but i often find like because i get a lot of like you know private uh arguments and like dms about these sort of things and i often find that people who feel the most strongly and most protective over their idea of skateboarding are the ones who are the most out of touch with like what skateboarding is like now you know that's really interesting yeah there there mm-hmm. uh there is a feeling it's almost like when you're apart from your lover or your partner or whatever and you're like mm-hmm. your mind can go to dark places yeah <laughs> it's, 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 it, that's a great way to put it it is like jealousy you know like you imagine mm-hmm. the worst possible scenario which is like actually just a manifestation of physical longing yeah hmm. yeah yeah for some um, reason, I'm thinking of that Weezer song. Which um, Weezer song? Please unpack that because there are a lot of problematic Weezer songs, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this one is fucking has got to be near the top. You know what does he say? Uh, he that says, half, "I want a girl Jeff- who laughs for no one else." Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. He says, yeah. "When I'm away, she never leaves the house." Uh, and, and basically saying the idea that, like, if I if I'm not there to be with my my girlfriend. Uh, that she needs to be kind of locked down and stable and on reserve for me, not changing or, or being uh, sort of any, anybody else's. Right. I I see Uh, when I heard that song, I thought it was a joke. I was like, this is like the funniest, like it's like a really beautiful poppy song, but he, the lyrics are so dark. It's sort of like ABBA, you know how like ABBA is like actually gnarlier than black metal, but like it's like, so <laughs> you know? like every one of their, their lyrics are so sad and so dark. Oh, but, thank uh, you for the music's really sad. <laughs> yeah. No, every single one. It's it's yeah. like but like I that's when like on Pinkerton I was like I was like, I think he's kidding. But then he has like a n- bunch of other songs about like pining after like like these like sort of like monolithic half Japanese underage girls and I was like, okay, no, he's not kidding. Like yeah, he's, that's he's, yeah, there, there is something about gr- uh, growing up. Uh, but either way, uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about Rivers Cuomo's psychology. But basically, uh, there, there is that sort of insecure, uh, you know, uh, disconnected partner thing yeah. about yeah. the uh, skateboarding person who wants to maintain skateboarding's thereness while yeah. they're not there with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So speaking of that, I'm going to be in charge of another transition. Uh, I, th- I think there are, there are maybe six or seven different avenues to transition here to seance, a video that we are now able to discuss because Ryan is not here. Ha ha. We can fucking yeah. tear that shit up. No, uh, but yeah, I mean, Wait, well, which well, one was Ryan in the video? <laughs> Ryan was a little red haired kid. Yeah. Transition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, w- Welcome is a company that, you know, is, is polarizing, right? I mean, people have all sorts of opinions about it. They sell a whole lot of boards um, and they sell a whole lot of boards through um, Zoomies, largely, right? And mail order through CCS. Shout out to my local. Um, <laughs> I think but my, my shop, Uprise, carries them for sure. So it's not like they're one or the other, um, but they certainly have a record of being polarizing. And not least of all, because yes. there were some team changes early in their kind of existence. Um, 
so yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those videos that I think uh, the reaction to this video to seance is um, a kind of microcosm of the larger reaction to welcome. Like you're either down with welcome or, you know, okay with welcome, or you're just like, nope, not absolutely not. That is not my shit. And here's why. Um, yeah. So given that Riot isn't here, uh, what, what did we think of the, the, the welcome video? For me, I get, I, I don't know how to describe this sandwich. I'm going to describe the sandwich though. There's yeah. a Ryan in the beginning. There's a Ryan at the end. Mm -hmm. They skate a little bit different, but they're both gnarly. Mm -hmm. And in the middle, there is some very good shit from a guy with long hair and always from Nora. <laughs> then yeah. there are some other skaters. And I remember a very good front three shove. And I forget a lot of other stuff. Yeah. And that is the sandwich that I actually like a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a sandwich that I ate that I enjoyed that I forgot that I ate. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. A seance sandwich. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Alex, you seem like you came in kind of loaded. Oh, on I'm this one. <laughs> so loaded for welcome. God. Uh, I love the video. I'm down for welcome. I'm down for weird shaped boards. I come from Northern California, so that kind of goes par for the course. Um, the part well Nora's part is a standout actual part Richie Valdez is also from my area too so I have a little bit of a bias and I like that he went completely different soundtrack some of the songs I was just like it was almost too hard to listen to but mm -hmm. I, I like where he went with it I like that he took a different approach again we're going with videos that have strange transitions no titles don't know what's happening next um so I feel this this kind of in the last few videos I've watched a departure from the standard name tricks ender name tricks ender kind of thing to this more kind of like flowy in and out of parts in and out of skaters format mm -hmm. that we're seeing and i think with welcome it works because their team their team has that kind of kind of weird flowy lot, thing going and they're yeah. also they're also kind of distinct like we, we yeah know, they've established yeah them, yeah yeah, they're like, a, action, I, they're like action figures. Roman doesn't look like Daniel, and long-haired guy doesn't look like, like Ryan like, Which one's Will Blady, and which one's um, fucking Aaron Gore? But then I, I like, towards the end, I was like, okay, I know which one's which. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, I had, a, I had an episode online where I handled myself very well again. Damn. Uh, which I've is never had that. But. <laughs> no, I I haven't yet either. But it's gonna be it's gonna be so sick when I come yeah. off humble and mature online. I cannot. I'm wait. going to rub oh, it in fuck. everybody's fucking face. <laughs> um, but oh, this we'll, was your beef with the with the mostly skateboarding podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with, I will shout out to them because I I'm kind of with hooked Max. on Mike Munson Ryder's voice. But yeah, yeah. Max, you motherfucker, dude. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh. He, wait, he confused them. Was mis uh, misremembered or, or or mistaken for Aaron Gore? I love them both, um, but somebody basically said, you know, man, I was such a Will Blady fan, but then he did like a cannonball board slide, and I was like, say what you will about the cannonball board slide, but do not say that it's Will Blady. That's Aaron Gore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I mean, I'm very. They both ride for. Freedom, the shop that I ride for, but um, I I don't know what this is, and I probably need to like check my own vanity and security. Will Blady is exactly 
uh, my lab grown perfect skater. Um, huh. He's he's part parkour. He's part flyout kid. He's part um, he's he's part like classic tasteful move. He's part he's part smile and he's part like I'm trying so fucking seriously hard right now. It's like this. It's just like this nice. It's just like this nice, you know, amalgam an, of an stuff Aaron that Gore I like. The kind of guy that would have kept a jar of boogers under his desk. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, and that's, that's what I, that's what I, that's, that's what, what I heard. I, yeah. That's kind of what, what, that was the subtext I, I, I picked up for sure. I'm, I'm a huge Aaron Gore fan too. Um, but I, I just, I just demand so much distinction and specificity when it comes to this Will Blady guy. Um, so, well, okay. Uh, but what I mean though, I think is that like I, two years ago I was like, Oh yeah, that's Aaron Gore. That's Will Blady. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm up on my welcome shit. And when this video came out, I was like, wait a second. How do I not know the difference between Will Blady and Aaron Gore? Yeah, yeah. And when you take away the name and the part, it, yeah. it some things move and, around. And I am no longer offended by shaped boards for some reason. Like, what what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, wondering. So Alex, am I yeah. old? Alex, you what said growth? you were down for welcome. Are you down for him because of the region and because of the shape boards or is there something else for you that, that, that works about welcome? Cause I'm for me, the jury's still out. I mean, Ryan aside, I'm still a little, I'm a little ambivalent. I like, uh, well, personal relationships with their writers. Like I like them as people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that they're mostly the ones that I know. I've, I just think that they pick people that are good people not just skaters and, mm -hmm. and they're cool to be around and like fun to have a skate session with. So that's no. biased. Like I haven't skated with anybody from Trustfall ever. You know, maybe I've right. seen them at a skate park, but you know, the the seance, the welcome team seems approachable. Um, yeah. And I like their graphics. I like their whole kind of witchy thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because I'm a skate witch, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you don't feel like they're, they're co-opting the 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 witch uh, Wicca. Uh, Wicca. Yeah, the, <laughs> The witch's uh, image. All right. So, what about Ryan? I mean, uh, we we can talk about him, right? I mean, he's he's very unlikely to there's listen. There's no this. way he's going to listen to this. There's yeah. no way. There's not a prayer. So that part was fucking good. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Gary yeah. Rogers talking, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Gary yeah, Rogers. It's it's goodness made me angry though because he does this and and I'm the only one here who can speak to this but he goes like man I'm so fucking stressed like my dude my part sucks I just saw it the other day like man and the part comes out and it fucking like slaps or whatever you say on the internet and then fucking people are like damn Ryan like why are you so stressed about your part it's so good and I'm like don't play this fucking game. He knows it's going to slap. He can nollie front salad a 10 rail. Yeah. He nollie salad grinded a 10 rail. Yeah, this pleated boy knows his part is dummy thick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, you, you, I mean, you, you can't be surprised. Like, that's like your best friend, dude. Like, you know he's fake humble. And he's, he's like... <laughs> And he, he admitted on the last show, which I thought was like a, an amazing moment of candor where he was just like, you know, I always want to be the good kid. And like, I always wanted like, like yeah. a better word, like clout. And he like learned how to play the game. And I'm not saying he was being manipulative, but like, fuck, I knew his part was going to be good. And it yeah, was right. good. And it was amazing. Right. However, right. like the song made me think that he like chose that song because he legit thinks he's not ever going to film another part again. <laughs> 
And I know that, that that's was, not that true. That was too. his like goodbye. That yeah, was like his, a send off. Like, farewell. I listened hard to the lyrics and I was like shedding a tear. And I was like, dude, oh, fuck. She's the fucking best. Like is straight. She, I mean, well, is they, she from the, Phoenix? She no. Um, she, um, she's she, come a bunch of times, but uh, is in a, a similar scene with um with some bands around here, AJJ, and then like Jeff Rosenstock. She's from New York, but say her name. Ryan, before. Ryan and I have seen Laura Stevenson a okay. number of times, and. Yeah, dude, she fucking, I, I, he skated to her once before in the other one's video. And this is a thing that's really good to do, which is to return to a band that you actually listen to, that you actually have a relationship to and to build that sort of, uh, audio landscape with your parts, I think is fucking needs to happen more. Yeah. Um, I agree. But did you listen to the lyrics there? There yes. is like some shit about like, like, I'm never gonna do this again. This is the last time. This is, I, I, I honestly think that Laura Stevenson, or whatever the fuck her name is, like said, like I will never nolly salad this ten. <laughs> I heard that, and I was like, that's so lame. Like, dude, person is skating like better than they've ever skated, and they're already kissing it goodbye. Like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She talked about like you know ollieing, you know, uh, d you know. 18 foot wide driveways in the sunset. Yeah. I, that's probably my favorite line. I think she um, kind of just narrated every trick. It was, it was, it was just yeah. like, Nolly. Weird nolly. songwriting choice. No. Great part. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Nora ripped. Nora always rips. Uh, was this her? She, this was like the most part part that I've seen from her that wasn't like Adidas presents Nora or right. like. Someone mob grip one. presents Nora drawing. You know, this was like, it was nice yeah, to have just like Nora skateboarding. Or, this yeah. was her first yeah. part part. Was it? Was it yeah. really? No, no. She had a part in um, her second. It's her, her second, second part. It's her though. second part. It's, it's yeah. her I've arrived part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She, she refuses. My favorite thing about Nora, uh, other than me dressing up as her for Halloween, which... Uh, was objectively <laughs> awesome because I, I hope to get the repost and I did um, is she refuses to not suck at skating and to always be funny when talking about her skating. Like she posted a photo that um, Zora shot and it's uh, like a frontside flip to tail on a big, like some people mm -hmm. call them Kong walls, like quarter pipes that turn into banks. And she just, she just writes musks to tail. That's and I'm sick. just like, Perfect caption. Yeah. yeah. Like, like she just goes 10 out of 10, you know, yeah. like, yeah. so I'm just a super fan. She did it again. Yeah. And that purity ring song is awesome. My, my soundtrack right now is going like, um, purity ring and then, uh, uh, Hercules and the love affair. It's like all the <laughs> standout <laughs> songs. Like I'll just start Sick. a playlist of all the good girls parts this year. <laughs> nice. God, that's good. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I have a I have a question though. Is it about long hair Burnside tricks? Yeah, what was that? That was like that a, was fucking bananas. It was a, so a blind gnarly. like. Uh, yeah, that's not a trick that anyone should do. No. What's the long hair guy's name? In the he rides for CCS. That's okay. his name. His first uh, name is he rides for. <laughs> his middle name is C. His last name is CS. And he's not the red haired kid. No. He's not. 
He no, ripped, red hair. He literally looks like pe- every cabbage. dude in the Pacific Northwest that I've ever seen skating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except except yeah, that one was, who's mostly had. Yeah. Who's who's that dude? His name's like Cody Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs> he got, he's he's like he's Most, like uh, forty percent human body, sixty uh, percent hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Human hat. <laughs> uh, we're gonna watch it again though, probably right. I mean, Seance is a video you watch again, or is Seance a video? We'll, I can, we'll tune I can in to do watch the whole Ryan experience again. again. I imagine I will watch Townley's part again. Um, yeah, because it's so it's so easy to go to the first part, right? I don't have to skim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I think that, I think my attention and desire will line up with another watch. Hold Is on it? a second. Can I can I ask you a question, Ted? Other Ted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you write a shaped board all the time? No, I I've have, seen you uh, on shape a shape. I yeah, so I have ridden many a shapes. So yes, uh, I ride a lot of shaped boards. I have for a long time. Uh, I once had a picture on the skateboard mag site. Show off. Fourteen years ago, doing a nose grab board slide (laughs) on um, the Blockbuster Eight rail here that has a gap in it that Muska skated. Yeah, Uh, nose grab board slide on a zip zinger. Hold the fuck on. the specificity of Ted's like words just now would alienate even like the most hard <laughs> I know, I know. I was just like picturing just like I was I was speaking like, full skater. Yeah, he's like nose one side tail grab on the blockbuster rail and fucking <laughs> I did I I have I have meandered through shapeness and I've gone out of shapeness. I always come back to the shop boards that I ride for, um, uh, for the the freedom, freedom. boards, they've had the so, same so you, graphic. You it just says the word on the bottom. Shop and shape. Shop and shape. Shop and shape. Yeah. And then I I was going to funeral pyre this once. I had this goddamn Santa Cruz board. It was the fucking. It lasted me four fucking months. Dude, like, I've um, had a good I Santa Cruz board too. Stand, it really? was it's one of these fucking and it sucks because it was one of these fiberglass ones it had like this Ew. gimmick to it and it was so fucking good and it wouldn't break and i left it in my car it's like 110 out i left it and i said you'd get soggy you're gonna fucking die and it just and and i put this horrible grip job on it to be funny and then it just was dogging me oh my God, I, so I was so dude it was fucking awful i spilled a latte on it like two weeks in like it was like heinous and but the pop would stay and the shape would stay. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I I've full on like bought like creature boards, like as an ironic joke. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and then they're good. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and I'm like, fuck! I'm ripping on this thing. This sucks. Like, like, like this neon green graphic that fully dipped gray stain board. And yeah. <laughs> I like. I can, I don't feel comfortable if I'm not mall grabbing it when I walk into LES. And and I'm having the best skate days of my life. Yeah, I've been stuck with those things. I don't know what it is because yeah. like. I think the general consensus is be anti Santa Cruz. No offense, but like, like the company, not the place. But um, yeah, they're good. Yeah, I think Al- Alex, are you from Santa Cruz? Yeah, or you're. Yes, you're yeah, like, yeah. how SC are you though? Like, yeah, <laughs> am I, bro? Well, I told you I um, surf and play soccer, and I'm like a jock, so I'm pretty SC. <laughs> <laughs> no, I called you a jock. Uh, Alex, yeah. what's uh, what's the update on the Olympic campaign? Do they do 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 you get updates, or is is it just happening outside of you? Well, it all happens through WhatsApp because everybody's from Europe, and uh, oh, and we're all on different yeah. time zones. Um, yeah, what do you want to know? Uh, shoot. Did you win? 
the, are you gonna, I won are the you Olympics. Gonna do it? I won Did you the win Olympics. Mike, are you, are, you gonna, are you gonna announce the Olympics? I'm trying. It's like I have so the the in what I'm understanding about it. By the way, I didn't launch that campaign about me being an announcer. Bigfoot magazine so did. Bigfoot, Bigfoot did. Yeah, right? yeah and, right. and I was like, at first I tried to shut them down, but then they're like, it'll be funny. Let's just do it. And I'm like, okay. And like, it fed like my ego about this much. I was like, okay, cool. I'll do it. Yeah, okay, um, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, sure. Go and ahead. then, uh, uh, so anyway, um, NBC has a list of people that they want to use, which are snowboard commentators because mm. they're oh, already I on NBC's payroll. So it's like Tina Dixon and... Um, Todd Richards and like people like that that have already been working and they don't like NBC does not like to train new people. Hmm. But they don't need to train you. The other people are unqualified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here aren't they the ones who didn't fire Brian Williams? Yeah, right. <laughs> <They're> still, <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's still there, but yeah. Um, Is that the helicopter guy? Brian. Uh, is Brian Williams was yeah, well, he was guy. MSNBC. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he embellished. He he. he lied well, about whatever. Yeah, he he made up thing. stories. In any case, so they don't like to they don't like to put the money into training new people. They don't want to take the risk of it. So they'd they rather like put some snowboarders. It. They'd rather teach snowboarders the language of skateboarding. That's, That's fucked. Fuck. That's stupid. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm just doing whatever I can. Like I'm I'm yeah. gonna, I'm starting to commentate the Vans Park series. I'll start next cool. week. And oh, sick. Yeah. Nice. So I go to Montreal on Thursday and do that. Yeah. Very so, cool. So when when I was in Tampa, the one time I went to Tampa Pro, I ended up weirdly at one of those bars um, talking to Chris Cole about announcing. And he he was really clear about it's way harder than he expected. And this is Chris Cole of Gnarly Town. <laughs> uh, did you guys so, end up going to Gnarly? Sorry. Did you nobody, none of us went to Gnarly Town. None of us got the invite to Gnarly Town. Uh, yeah. No, they... Wait, we didn't? I, what, like <laughs> some of us in the... Yeah. I feel like yeah. Ted Schmidt should have gone. I, I feel uh, like I've been living in Gnarly Town for the last four <laughs> weeks. But, um, uh, Alex, is it hard? Do you enjoy doing it? Like, what's this? What's it like? Uh, is is it is it a, is it a fun challenge or is it like a nerve wracking challenge? It's fun. Ted did improv too. I did a bunch of improv. It's kind of the same vein, where you, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, you guys do this too. You, you're all qualified to do it. I watch skate contests and I scream at my laptop. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. now I'm just screaming into a microphone, watching a screen, and other people can hear me. Yeah, and it, no, it's really fun, and I feel uh, like motivated to do it because there's not any girl skateboarders that are really doing commentating. Lindsay Adams, Hawkins, Pastrana, six other names, Nitro Circus, Gnarly Town. She does yeah. uh, X Games, and she does X Games Street, and she does okay, um, and she's a good friend of mine, but. Uh, yeah. Like Kristen could be a great commentator too if she ever wanted yeah, to do it. Yeah, she would be yeah, awesome, yeah. and she speaks the language. You kind of have to speak the language, um, and the and being able to call out the tricks and the general kind of being excited about skating, being able to call out tricks in rapid succession is basically my well, job. Yeah. The thing the thing you said to Kristen Ebeling in in that first episode was that it's also about like sort of knowing the narratives, right? Like knowing yeah. the stories about. Yeah. The people who are doing the tricks like oh she she normally doesn't like, like do kickflip back lips or whatever yeah um mm -hmm. yeah and it seems like that's that's a big part of it especially well yeah yeah i don't know ted cut this out probably but <laughs> it, it seems to me like that sort of the narrative element of contests are are 
it's not just about like humanizing the people who are doing it, but it's actually like bringing a level of, um, I guess not, not exactly tension, but it's like bringing meaning into the event itself. So it's not yeah. just competition. It's actually like, here is w what this one person is struggling against. Yeah. Or here is for this one person, this is, you know, she's got an ankle injury or whatever the thing is. Like, yeah. it seems like what it adds is something else to care about beyond just who's going to get first, second or third. Yeah, absolutely. I think contests inherently are boring. And so yeah. you, the stories behind it are what mo like push the whole event. And the stories yeah. that I know that's going on behind the scenes are great and, and really, really entertaining. And like, they'll pull you in. So having mm -hmm. somebody like me there or somebody like Kristen that can, that know, I know the backstory. I know who they're dating. I know that they just right. broke up with their girlfriend. I know who they're talking right. to on the phone on the sideline. I know the relationship <laughs> between, you know, I know what, and like skateboarding stuff too. I know what's hard for them. What's not too. That's why judging is yeah. kind of interesting too. But um, that's been, that's what I want to bring to it. Cause that's the only yeah. part that's inter entertaining really. And we get to the right. Olympics and what is going to be this big sterile, uh, event where I, I, I just, I imagine it just being like an Apple store, you know, just like, <laughs> like, just blank, yeah. like, like just logos and like this very like bland course, like that you could yeah. do surgery on and. <laughs> like there's nothing entertaining about it unless somebody comes and tells the story of how people got to this spot so <laughs> like yeah yeah and she just uh <laughs> she just did a backtail shove and she has a high maintenance dog at home <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh no that i i agree do you feel like it's hard to not cuss oh like, yeah well, i don't yeah. know your language patterns but like i do the thing that's like really lame and it's like seems like a like a marx brothers skit where i'm just like i say shit when i shouldn't and i'm like oh fuck i'm sorry yeah. and then i'm like just like that well, that not, seems like wood, really I high stakes like don't yeah like literally don't fuck up uh that seems is that not is that or do you just like turn on a whole different language or well uh, it's fun with, with certain people like when i commentate with chris cote he, we we play a game we're not going to say fuck for an hour I'm not going to say like for an hour. I'm not going to say um for an hour. Oh, wow. So you, you just, you make it a game while you're talking. And we're going to use the word cacophony. And we're going to use the word encumbrance. We're going to like, <laughs> and, and, and so when you're playing the game while you're doing it, it's easy to stop cussing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that That's a good trick. I'm going to work on that. I, I, I'm at, at day two of teaching this month-long class uh, to like a ascendant group of juniors and seniors, female students that are planning on applying to Barnard in Columbia. And mm -hmm. I am, I, I was so close to saying fuck Ivy today. Drop. <laughs> what was the context? Like I was giving a museum tour and I was talking about like, <laughs> and, and, and like, I was like, I'm saying dude way too much. I'm about to say fuck. I know I'm about to say fuck. I don't want to say fuck. I shouldn't say fuck. Let's save it for week two. But like, here's day two and the fuck word is on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have a very 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 hard time with it in yeah. class. Like yes. I really do. I try to make it week 3 at least and I try to before I say it, I try to like catch one of them saying it and give them a really dirty look. So like establish like no, not okay. Yeah. And then like okay and when then, I do. And then like next week, not fucking okay. Not fucking cool, <laughs> Trevor. Yeah. Trevor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't yeah. Anyways, I, I, I'm, I've always been curious about that. That that was something Chris Cole brought up. 
And if you can imagine, in Gnarly Town, it's just a fuck parade. It's, you know, it's, it's nonstop. I, originally, they were going to call it Fuck Town. <laughs> uh, oh. Ted. Yes. I have a question for you. This Ted. This Dude, Ted. You're, Ted Barrow. You're crushing okay. segues, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, whew. That's what I do. Goosebumps. Um, Ted Barrow, you, uh, this is, this is relevant again to the kind of conversation you're going to have at the pushing borders conference. Um, you, you've, you've recently changed the way that you use technology, uh, to, to interact with the 40 some thousand people who follow you on Instagram. I, I think, I, I think we, Anyone who follows you, which is certainly all of us and probably a lot of our listeners have, have noticed that you have shifted away from um, what for the last couple of years has defined um, your kind of Internet presence. And it's I, I think it's a really um, it, it's kind of weirdly struck me like I've I've actually been affected by your kind of transition out of what you were doing into doing this other thing. Um, and it, it feels weird because I want I want to like. I really want to talk to you about it. Um, and it's a little strange to do it here on yeah. into microphones and laptops across <laughs> the country. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I, I feel a need to like, uh, like congratulate you, like to say, like the first thing I want to say is like, like man, congrats. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like congrats on getting through like your military <laughs> service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you did it. You, you like this, this was like the gauntlet you were run through. Um, can you, Talk a little bit first about like why you stopped or you seem to at least for a while have stopped doing the the sort of feedback TS mm -hmm. the, critical like videos. Yeah, uh, I think honestly, because I didn't I, I did. Sometimes I would do 15 videos a day hmm. and I did that every day for over two years. And they were really easy to do. They never took much out of me. Like, it was just like, you know, who doesn't like, like you said, Alex, like, like we all scream at our screens when we're watching skateboarding, <laughs> Yeah. you know, like, and so that was the idea behind it was that like, we all have something to say about skateboarding. We all care about this. It's often quite funny and it can be satirical. And I mean, not what I'm saying is quite funny, but like talking shit about skateboarding is expressing the way that you love skateboarding in the coolest way possible, as far as I'm concerned, when you're not skateboarding. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I just, I kind of realized that whatever it, it, it began at a very strange time in my life. Uh, and I realized that I was out of that time. And I, I just like, Oh wow. I didn't want to, um, I don't know. I mean, I like the joke has been made. It's been made fucking 4,000 times, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, like the exact same joke, which is that like skateboarding matters. What we say about it, what we say about it and think about it can be funny, but the act is like the bottom line. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I, there a day went by when I didn't do it. Um, my mother sent me a book about this Buddhist monk who like, like went off on a, on like an ascetic, like mendicant journey and nearly died. And that <laughs> weirdly, it's, it's hard. It's kind of corny to say, but like, that's like, I was like, whoa, he like this person sacrificed everything. And they kind of found this like true meaning to their lives. 
and uh or like understood that life was like this always like balance between uh like annihilation and uh, joy wow does it sound like i lost my mind um no 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 uh i just honestly was just like i i i can keep telling people that this is a joke and i can keep saying that this is satire and like that oh i have like some cool control over this like i can I can respond insincerely to every fucking video I see. But the fact is, is that like skateboarding has been the most uh, precious and important thing to me since I started caring about anything at age 10. Yeah. And this is, I don't want to engage with it in the same way, like where I'm just like talking shit about someone skating. Like even if I assure the person that I'm talking shit about, and I always tried to do that, that I, I'm kidding. Like, I don't want to come off as that person anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, hmm. I just, I, sorry if I jumped on anybody's toes. There are two things that I think are really interesting. One, I think it's impossible to be sincere on the internet. And I think sincerity on the internet is typically a bad thing. Yeah. Same. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. um, because there, because just always we're, we are a sort of bodiless, uh, um, grouping of text uh, with just an avi to signal some sense of three-dimensionality, which is just a total farce and it's, it's impossible. So why even try? Anyways, that's my take on sincerity and I'm done with that. And uh, But you have been trying to, like I said, some people said you had taken a sort of face turn, um, yeah. which is to, to, to take a turn from wrestling or a term to, from wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but but, but you have I, been yeah, attempting exactly. to, to, to give some, I guess, dimension to your character, which is kind of, I think, a, a, maybe the person that you've been exposing a little bit on this show which is yeah. basically if somebody asks a question you'll say hey you know what i will tell you about you know maybe the virtues of going to art school yeah um, yeah and yeah and then i have a second follow-up i'm gonna just attack you with this fucking thing that i'm going on uh there's that kurt vonnegut book uh mother knight uh sorry to to invoke such a juvenile author right mm -hmm. he's like the first one that every high school boy starts reading but um you know, it's it's basically like, uh, you know, it, it when you are doing something, whether ironically or satirically, um, the, you you run the risk of actually being the thing that you are lampooning. Yeah. Um, and it's like you know, right? The the guy in in in, in this book is he's not a Nazi propagandist on the radio, but what he's doing is transmitting American signals, um, through. Uh, you know, through a code that's embedded in the Nazi propaganda. So it's like it's this weird calculus of whether this person is actually uh, you know, uh, uh, doing the the role of the propagandist, or is he doing the hero's work of sending the the mm -hmm. code, right? That yeah. that is saving the war from the, you know, from this whatever menace. Um, so, how do you feel about being sincere? And do you feel like you are becoming the thing that you are lampooning? That's I'm, it. Sorry, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> uh, no That's... i i think that like i don't know if sincerity has this has i haven't learned how to like be sincere on the internet because i don't trust the internet because that's just yes. the generation that i come from yes you know like i just i'm just like no it's bullshit like obviously this is bullshit absolutely yeah but yeah. what i come up with again and again is young kids like i can keep telling the kid who films every trick that they do in a helmet that like i can keep telling them like well from my perspective and like what i know about skateboarding like your board slide attempts like that are have been looped into like a minute's worth of footage set to trap music aren't that's not good <laughs> you know like i can mm -hmm. say like i can say that like 
but they don't know that and they don't care that I don't disagree with them. And like, maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like, so I, so my, my whole point was like, yeah, like internet's bullshit or Instagram's bullshit. Like the way that we represent ourselves, it's this like persona. We're always playing it. So I'm going to like actively engage in this persona and play it to like, I'm going to, I'm going to judge like harshly. Like I'm going to make rules about tricks and I'm going to say all these things. And that's never been like who I, I'm not trying to defend myself now, but like, cause honestly, every single person I've ever met that recognized me from that Instagram account, like has been really fucking cool. Cause as far as mm-hmm. I have, from my experience, skaters are generally really fucking cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but I just kind of got sick of playing that. I don't, the, the thing that I can liken it to, and this is weird, but, and this is like kind of a uh, personal in a dark way, but, um, and I've talked about this before, but when I was 16, I, like I started, I, I actually played soccer for a year when I was going through puberty and I like started playing soccer and quit skating when I was 14 and I was short, fat and push Mongo. And then I went through puberty at the same time that I was in this very rigorous athletic phase of like playing soccer and like, like, you know, like running five miles a day and like playing soccer, like for two hours after school. And, um, it like taught me discipline and all this weird stuff. And then I started skateboarding again after that. And I fucking full on developed like a weird eating disorder from like most of 16 like yeah. made myself throw up like and i was like because i was like all of a sudden like six foot two and 128 pounds or something like Jesus. this weird skinny person that i never was before and i like and it i don't know why i did like i would like i it was like trying to control something that my like my body was changing in this mm-hmm. weird way and i was like inhabiting this some like teenage identity mm-hmm. and um mm. it was like a sad weird also like i was skating like I was like learning tricks every week, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, yeah. like, you know, like stacking tricks and like, like progressing. But there is also this like self-destructive, like trying to control myself, weird neurosis that was fueling all of this good shit. And I, so, and, and let me just finish and then I can, I can jump back. Like I can respond to you, but um, that's kind of how this feedback persona has been for me was like on the one hand it like allows me to think critically and i get to engage with a lot of cool people and i'm actually skating a lot and it's great on the other hand i'm like vomiting out like like this bilious bullshit that i don't actually think feel or care about to thousands of strangers right and and i i remember at one point like i was going off to san francisco to like spend the summer with my cousin and a good friend to like skate, you know, like stay in this warehouse and go skate in Barcadero, whatever is 1993. And I was like, I don't want to make myself like puke, like in this other situation. And, oh, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and the last few weeks I was like, I don't want to like put myself back into this like negative headspace where I'm, I'm, uh, I don't just like, misunderstood by so many people and arguing with so many people that I actually probably really fucking care about and would probably Mm -hmm. really have like a great exchange with if I ever encountered them in person, which is impossible. But I just, you know, like it's skateboarding. Like I, 
I mm-hmm. there's nothing I love more than skateboarding and mm-hmm. and other fellow skateboarders yeah. sincerely and why am I putting myself in this like gross situation Damn. and I really appreciate uh, you speaking so honestly about that Ted I guess the the the, fir- the biggest question I have and maybe it's not a question maybe it's just an observation um, is that like you know in and I think that comparison is incredibly apt that sort of um, self-destructive you know what you speak of as you know whether it was bulimia or whatever whatever source of control you found at a time when you needed to have some sort of control over your body um, and you know that led to a destructive behavior you know like with the sort of practice you've had for the last two years um, it's feeding something right like there's something in you that needs that there's something in you that needs that control or there's something in you that wants to punish yourself or there's something in you that longs for um i don't i don't know for you but i imagine myself in your situation and i could just feel myself getting more and more followers and being like oh i'm doing it this is it this is what i'm i'm doing like mm. do did you feel at a certain sense that it tipped over from like here's this funny weird thing i'm doing into being like oh here's this thing that everyone wants to see me do like, like yeah yeah like it exactly it's it very much started out um from a very sincere desire to have funny inside skate jokes with a group of younger skaters from Austin, Texas. You know, like mm-hmm. I had a group chat going with these guys and like they were getting me back into skating and like this is where I was from. It's my hometown and I'm, you know, kind of heartbroken that I don't live there. And so there's a way to engage with them. And they were a lot more internet savvy in every possible way than I could have been, you know? And and I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, wait, wait, this is a thing. Like, this is like, yeah. And there, yeah, absolutely. There was like a you know, two things happened at the beginning of it. Like I, I like, you know, kind of very serious, uh, girlfriend partner, like broke up with me out of the blue and I was working full time at this job that was very kind of demanding and, and not a lot of fun. And so I, I did, I was like, holy shit, like fucking Eric Costin wants to go skate with me. Jim Thibault is messaging me. Like Brad Steven mm-hmm. wants to meet up. Like, like, you know, like all these things were like kind of happening. I was like, wait, I'm now somewhat like, something's happening in skateboarding that mm-hmm. like where I'm a part of it. And I've always just been a hundred percent on the outside. Right. Um, and it never hundred percent turned into like me thinking like, Oh, I'm actually someone in this world. But right. when you're in the middle of an argument, and you realize the person you're arguing with is fucking 14 years old. And lives <laughs> in, like, <laughs> you know, like, Fuck. like, Oh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> And it's not about ollieing up two stairs either, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's, and, yeah, and like yeah. you're like you're like you're like engaged in this DM art. It's it's maybe a huge fault that like some of my favorite movies or early Wes Anderson movies because the adults and the children are treated as equal people. Mm-hmm. And skateboarding is is sometimes a world like that. Although I think Kyle, you would disagree because I've heard you talk about how like it, how important it is for like older skateboarders to instruct younger skateboarders at the skate park. I often sort of stand in awe of the younger skateboarders, you know, hmm. like they're, they're often better than me. And, and also if they're not better than me, they're just younger and they have their whole world ahead of them. And, and so like it also just also as like an only child, like it's very difficult for me to like un- fully understand how I relate to other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so I do feel I won't say that like it's the DMs that like and all that shit, like all the arguments that like 
made me not want to do any more reviews, but it just was that way of thinking about another, another factor was that, um, I found myself the last time we recorded this episode, I found myself in this conversation with both you and Kristen, where I had said something really stupid and kind of like stumbled over like a word and like trying to like, like I basically kind of made the, like the all right thing where I was like, no, there are no gatekeepers. And I, I think then I showed you up by saying something even dumber. No, for sure. <laughs> and, like, but, and, and Kyle was basically, you know what? Like when I think that, like I should just shut the fuck up. And then Kristen, like, like so eloquently just was like, no, actually this term matters and this is why. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're so fucking right. I don't know. Like I'm in no position to say like to make these like harsh, like, like there shouldn't, we shouldn't think about skateboarding like this, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, I was deeply, I mean, I mean, I wasn't like inhibited, but I was just like, holy shit. Like, why am I fucking up on my little soapbox here? Like, <laughs> You know, mm. like I have a lot to learn, like we all do, but um, yeah. I don't want to be that person that like people are looking to for, I don't know what, like approval, you know, yeah. I approve of everyone, but I like, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. what I think was really important about feedback to yes in, in the, the mission that you've had the last two years with it and the whole process, there is a lot of kids that are getting away with bullshit on skateboards and no one is telling them that that's not like to do it differently or not even thinking that it should be like this. And in a funny facetious way, like if you get the joke, it's funny. And also like, it's good feedback. Like (laughs) honestly, like, like, so, so I, you know, I live in a world of a lot of, um, super pumped up athletes with nobody telling them no. And and seeing it on this end of it, where, where I see these kids and especially in surfing, Oh my God, like, you know, there's just no one's told them to do it a different way. They think that they are right from the time they're 13. They have no introspection like what you just the, the conversation that we just had, what you just told us about yourself and your life and how you look inwardly and you think about how much you have to learn. A lot of these kids grow up and they think they know it all and they don't have anybody telling them otherwise in a joking way or not. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we're all used to having older people kind of like rib us a little bit and tell us that like, you know, not to wear a mesh hat and do Miller flips. And, and, and you need that. Wait, are, you, are, you, are you just settled saying that you could do Miller flips? No, I got told to take the mesh hat off before doing yeah. it. <laughs> oh my god! I wish someone told me that. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. You know, you know that, no, that I, it's interesting because Ian Borden, um, what you know, probably the most important kind of skateboard thinker or top five skateboard thinker in the history of thought in skateboarding. Um, I remember coming up to me last year at Pushing Borders and being like, hey, you know, do you think that skateboarding can be normative? Which is to say, like, do you think yes. that within yes. skateboarding, we we still have the avenue for guiding and directing behaviors? Yeah. Um, And one of the things that I think has made me very uncomfortable, and it sounds like in a certain way it's made you uncomfortable, and and I think all of us who are over a certain age have to kind of navigate this in some way or other, 
is the discomfort of this, the, the argument that, well, look, if you're going to tell me how to skateboard, you therefore are part of some sort of antiquated system. Like, yeah. how dare you? Right. And, and there is a part of me that says like, well, like you, Ted, that says, well, yeah, you're right. You should do it however you want. You should do it uh, exactly how it feels good. And it should be on a stupid longboard or it should be on a traditional and optimal, you know, uh, popsicle shaped perfected board where you can ollie and kickflip. I can say that you should, and I can believe that you should, but there is this kind of tug of war at all times. It's sort of like, well, why? Like on what authority am I speaking? Yeah. Yeah. And I think Alex, your, your point, like to hear you speak that way is, is, is super important because it's like, well, no, it's not just anarchy and it's not just like every person for themselves there are still standards of like this sucks this this thing you're doing looks bad and sucks yeah. so how do we in 2019 when we're opening the gates to everyone please come in here and do this thing we've loved it forever and we want you to love it too like how do we still maintain this line that is well actually doing a miller flip in a mesh hat is a bad look. <laughs> okay, if, I, if i can yeah <laughs> that's nice uh i think like for me I tried to be very inconsistent. I was decidedly hypocritical about like what I would, you know, like right. what, what I would say, Nothing like, oh, this is good and this is bad. Like there were never right. any rules. Cause I knew that part of the, like I heard early on, I got feedback on feedback where like people were like, I always try to guess like what you're going to say based on the clip, you know? Right. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be totally unpredictable. I'm never going to make these rules. Every now and then a kernel of truth would emerge, you know? Like and- when you said you like my nose blunt. That was a good nose blunt. <laughs> that was a good yeah, nose blunt. That, that was the only true thing I ever said. And I didn't even know that was you. Um, but, uh, but I, okay, there's, there are also, there's other shit too. I, I fucking, I'm, I'm getting my PhD and I got a job that you, you would get that you should have a PhD to get. And I got it before I got my PhD and I right. fucking lost that job because of oh. th- this account. So like yeah, yeah. the other side of it is that like I spent two years taking, like pretending like this wasn't serious and it got very right. fucking serious like recently, right. you know? So yeah. um, <clears throat> I, I it made me really, hey, honestly, I'm, I'm wounded and like I, I could pretend like everything's cool and I definitely like, made most of those reviews from a very secure place and I'm not in that secure place and I I feel much more grounded now. What a crazy journey for you though, Ted. Like yeah. I mean I mean like I can't even I can't even put myself in your shoes with that kind of I know that sometimes when things feel like it's been like the worst thing that ever happens to you, you know, uh they actually ends up being the best. Um oh, no, I, I've been like really really happy. Like I, you know, like I like skate curbs and I get to write more and, and it sounds pathetic, but no, it's, I, I, it's been really, really good. And I realized that the one bad thing or the one thing that I was continuing from this very bad period of my life was this like responding in a fucking negative way or like in a just satirical way to these videos. I mean, I might still do it, I might, you know, from a position of power again, but I don't want to <laughs> have that position of power or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I Thank feel like the, the the satire though is like lost a lot on people, yeah. and, and and then and that just sucks because then like you're dealing with an audience that maybe isn't isn't getting it, and 
I think you're a little ahead of your time. Unfortunately. <laughs> 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 like, I, I yeah. don't know. Because you are for the masses. You're for everyone, right? And then people, like, I saw all your DMs. People were like taking you literally all the time. And it's like, no, this yeah. is totally satirical. Like, can't you tell, right? But people can't tell. But that's right. that's that's part of the situation that we're uniquely in as skateboarders. Like, I, you know, being around people who are not just one generation younger than you, but maybe two or three. Oh, God. Right. And yeah. like, if there's anything I learned by teaching college freshmen every year, it's that like, yo, the the yeah. radar and the needles that these kids have regarding irony and sincerity is not a thing that I can even like enter into. Like, I have no <laughs> access yeah. to... Yes. Yes. millennial zillennial levels of irony i just don't have it and so like the second that i lock into like oh i'm actually like old teacher guy i'm not cool teacher guy i am old teacher guy i make my jokes for myself i'm not trying to communicate with you and i think one of the things that happened with feedback was you were communicating across a giant chasm of like 20 years, mm -hmm. which are probably the longest 20 years in the history of this planet Earth, right? Like yeah, yeah. In a, human a 15 terms, year yeah. old now compared to a 35 year old now lives in totally different universes. Yes, it's yeah. not the same existence. And so how can you speak across that chasm? And what skateboarding does is it's like this weird kind of bridge. Mm -hmm. But the second we start talking about it or is making judgments about it or bringing meaning into it, it becomes really, really, really muddled and it, things are lost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the challenge of this show. Right. Is that like. How do we make uh, meaningful the act of talking about something which we just right. share, phys you know, like physically right. or whatever. Yeah. Things are lost is the name of my email band. <laughs> <laughs> uh um well I, I guess the, the other thing that I want to know about feedback um, is how, how it's going Wait, now with these Alex questions. Ran away. Yeah. Alex is gone. We lost Alex forever. Um, I just sort of figured like, I mean, part of, part of the account for me was always been like, I have to, whatever clip I'm looking at, I have to take it seriously and I, or not seriously, but I have to like, think about it. Like, this isn't yeah. something I wanted to see. This is something mm -hmm. that I've invited into my life. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. And so with the questions over the last like week or so, I was just like, if these are, let me take, let me um, take these questions seriously. You know, what, which every single question that gets asked, I'll answer. And, and there's right. a limit too. like, you like hit like, like 50 or a hundred like screens and, and like starts deleting and like, you can't, like, you can't respond to any more questions. Um, yeah. so I was just like, yeah, like, fuck man. Uh, and a lot of the questions were not about like, you know, what do you think of my Nolly Edward heel flip? You know, they were like <laughs> really sweet questions about like, what should, should I, I go to art school? Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, like right, no. questions that honestly I would have wanted to know the answer to. Right. Or I would have like been curious about in that. Salon, yeah. 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 And so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't want to sound like too like sanctimonious or whatever, like. So I just thought I'd give shit back to the people, but I was just like, <laughs> obviously I like, we all have a lot to say and we all like, would like to be asked questions because we want attention in some way. Um, there's a good way to use that and there's a bad way to use that. And I felt like, um, right now I, the, if I were to continue doing those video responses, I'd be doing it in a bad way. I'm like, I'm like Dylan, you know, Bob or reader. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going electric. I'm, I'm, I'm Bob I'm, Reader. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, in okay. white face paint. I am on a fucking lethal amount of cocaine. And, uh, and Scorsese's, this is the Scorsese doc. No, uh, no, I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe the account dies. That's fine. Uh, but you were, you were saying the 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 metaphor you were saying there was you plugged in or the analogy was you plugged in your guitar. Yeah, but weirdly I'm I'm now acoustic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Like, you unplugged. You were you're a reverse Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's Nirvana yeah. doing. Um, I Pete Seeger myself. Man, Seeger <laughs> <laughs> myself. Uh, okay, enough about me. Thank you for asking that. No, uh, man. I I truly like you know the thing is is that I. And I don't, I don't know that this helps, but there were multiple times you met my wife last year and she really enjoyed meeting you. And she really enjoys following along with skate culture um, because she knows it's so important to me. And, and, you know, it's, I think it's sort of amusing to her, but also sort of like meaningful to, to tap into, you know, your partner's interests um, and where they find meaning. And I, I've said multiple times I would stand in the kitchen. I'd be like, man, Ted's got to stop doing this. And I felt yeah. like it just felt to me like, and, and again, though, that's that's because I have a very different relationship to satire than I think you do or Ted Schmitz does or even sounds like Alex does. Like, I've never seen the Internet as this sort of make believe playland where you can get away with anything or like that. Nothing matters. I've always taken it way too seriously. Yeah. Um, and so like watching some of the arguments you got into or some of the interactions, I felt myself like cringing up and being like, oh, God, I, I couldn't handle it. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that that's super relevant, but it, it does seem to me like, uh, I, I'm, I'm stoked for you. I think it's cool. I think what you're doing is cool. I think the, the art history lessons, I hope those come back in some degree. Um, and I hope you just continue to share what you, what you know. There was, a, there, you know, a while back I had a, a blog and I mostly wrote about skateboarding, but I found myself writing more about art on the blog. Like it was like mm. a WordPress yeah. thing. And I think yeah. the same thing's happening here is, is, which is like the reviews were one thing and they kind of got old after three months. And so I started like writing these like stories and, and I realized that like combining images and text and like sometimes video footage, like regard, even if like a tiny portion of my readers or my followers read those stories, that's still way more people than would ever read something I'd, I'd published on like in print right. or online. And I, mm. I like experimenting with that. I don't think I'll stop that. And, you know, every now and then I'll, I'll probably put up a video, but, um, I just don't want it to be this thing where I'm letting people down too. Like, you know, like I don't, part of the reason I did so many videos is like, I got sent so many videos mm -hmm. and the, the insincere part of me was like, I'm not going to say anything that I actually mean about this video. And the sincere part was like, that person took the time to send me a video and they like want to be on this page. I'm so grateful. I should fucking, I need, I owe them something, you know, hmm. whatever that means. I mean, I know it's probably meaningless to them, but like, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah, I'll probably continue to do stories. Um, hmm. yeah, I have a business after all to sell <laughs> stickers. <laughs> Kyle, I reject your relationship to satire. That's I it. fucking That's hate it. I, I think say. it's, I think it is a <laughs> dangerous, well, whatever. Should we should we burn things down? Should we fuel yeah, the pyre? Are we, oh, we should, yeah, we should set the pyre. It's Let's set the pyre. Yeah. Alex, you got one? Or do you want to go last? Is this like Denny's? I, I don't know how, if I have anything for pyre, so why don't you guys go first? 
Uh, we'll we'll I have, <laughs> fill you with Thank rage. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I you can throw one. us on the pyre after we go. Yeah, you certainly yeah. can. Yeah, uh, Ted Schmidt. Uh, this is this is the the sentence is not going to be read well. Um, but give me some generosity, goddammit. Being good at skating. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bold. So, but you're a good guy. I try so hard to be good at skating. It is, it is like really, it's legitimately sad. Um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to overcome my ego as I, as I get into my thirties by, by letting go of this concept of goodness I have. But anyways, whatever. I talked with a wrestler, you'll learn about it in the future. And he basically said, he's like, I didn't care if I could kick flip before. He's like, because everybody else could kick flip before. Like I was going to be the guy who was going to be up on the statue, jumping off it, telling a story. And, mm. and, and it was a really kind of like, you know, kind of beautiful way to think about skating, even though the skating he does is kind of like mine's so like kind of inspired by jackass, maybe a little bit, but there are these people that are so goddamn fucking good at skating and I don't know what they want from me. Like straight up, I don't know what Simon Banero wants from me. Like I get it. Like you keep showing up every time you seem to be better than you were, but like, so what? Like what the fuck dude? Uh, I, to, they, to what end? Yeah. It's, it's right. like to what end? And it's like, I already saw you be so fucking good. Like I get it. Like, do do something else like do something not being good at skating like that's all i i'm i'm like dude same with don vanderlinden in the nike video i'm just like dude i get it i get it you're so fucking good at skating like but i don't i what are you trying to do to me like i don't know <laughs> what you are looking for here because i don't you're not going to get it you're getting basically nothing and you're doing such good skating and i don't it, it's a weird thing, but I've become annoyed with these people who are so good, who seem to want something from me, but they can't get anything because <laughs> nothing is coming out of me. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't want to like make too big of an assumption, but like, how old are you? <laughs> I'm, <sorry. laughs> I, I'm a young 31. Yeah. yeah. You are skateboarding is no longer for you. Like they're not being good for you anymore. Like they're being uh, good for like the, the next kids, you know, like, and I know I felt that like that too. I was like, Oh my God, fuck good skaters. Like when, when I, when I was around your age, you know, and then, <laughs> who were those, Ted, you know, who like, were those skaters for you? Ted Barrow. Cause you could be like, Oh my God. Um, I mean, honestly, like on some level, like, uh, Popolardo and like those dudes, you know, like yeah. I remember yeah. and being like, I could almost get there. But they're yeah. like five times better than me. You know, like if I really <laughs> tried, but I don't want to try it, I don't fucking care. So fuck them, you know? And, um, yeah, that's what it is. Like, like Ted, you're at the point like where you're like, I could almost, I'm pretty sure I might break my leg, but I could also probably do that. And you're like, why would I fucking do that? Don't do that. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's okay. That's interesting. It's okay. It'll, it'll, it'll get better. You, you just care less. <laughs> Well, that's funny because Ted Schmitz, you sent me like a DM after I landed a trick, which was took way too many tries. Um, and you sent me a DM and you're like, oh, yo, you should this, 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 or you got to spin it more. 
And my reaction was basically like, no way am I trying yeah, no any I harder than I try. <laughs> like the, the amount I try has been like no. perfected. I try exactly as hard as it feels joyful to me. And the second I try harder than that is I lose all sort of sense of wonder and happiness in the activity. You, so yeah, I mean, part of it is just like- Then you didn't get maybe, my joke. Maybe you don't want to try as hard anymore. Uh, that too. Oh guys, fuck. Not on the show, but I had the most transcendent skate experience the other night because my knee for 30 minutes did not hurt. And I just, I just let the fucking floodgates loose and I fucking, I pissed off pedestrians and I skated a curb that you get kicked out of immediately. And I pushed as fast as I could down the street next to my house. Anyways. um, No, dude, that's fucking rad. I just, I, I, for 30 seconds, it let me live again. And, um, but it was a joke about the trick challenge that none of us fucking did. Oh yeah, oh, right. Front side yeah. shove it. You did a front side Wait. big spin, sort of. And I said, yeah, not even spin the front shove more. It was a right, right, right. Can, right. can, can I, can get I my pause, joke. Alex? We could cut that whole this whole thing. Have you ever considered doing a front side three sixty pop shove it? No. Right. <laughs> I have done one. <laughs> It was a terrible trick challenge, and I was pressured oh. into it. I'm sorry. I'm really yeah. sorry. I I'm honestly like sorry. reconsidered like our entire friendship, and I, I like you a lot, and I like admire you so much as a writer. And you, you like you. Kyle's a good writer. Kyle fucking brought me to the hospital in London when I broke my arm last year, and I was like, "This is a, a true friend till the end." And then he suggested frontside 360 pop shove it as our yeah. trick challenge. So I was like. I don't spit on know all this of person. <laughs> I've just never done one. I've never done one. I still haven't done one. I thought, wow, this is a way for me to do tricks that yeah. I've never done. You're riding high on the crest Maybe of like you've landed a <laughs> fucking switch front side flip. Switch front side flip. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Ted, I think that was a really good funeral pyre. Ted Barrow, what's yours? Um, rolling into like a lip slider 5-0 on the deck before you go into your stupid line. Oh fuck! Like where? Oh, when did I I'm like so what, guilty. what? Emperor's new clothes thing where we're like, oh yeah, I guess that's like exactly the same as uh as like doing that trick. Like you don't have to go up a transition. You fucking you're doing a five zero and then you go back into the transition. Like what's wrong? Like if it's not in a pool, it's not in a natural pool. Don't fucking do it. It's so bad. It's so corny. I, I don't care if you're Omar Hassan, an amazing pioneer in like skateboarding or whatever, but like, yes. don't. I'm so sick of that thing. It's a power slide. Oh, I love this. Oh, you just burnt me and my friends. Do you Alex, do that? You, you, fuck yeah, I do that. Roll on 5 0 is so good feeling. Oh, God. But I can't do it Keep on it real pool. There are a lot of things that feel good that I don't want to see. Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah, uh, I'll do it. I'll do it when the park looks away from now on. No, no, no. I think that's a great point. <laughs> Alex, uh, how do judges look on is that, that a trick? trick yeah, is generally? Like, oh, is, that, is that points or is that no, just like the start, start the clock after the grind as soon as the four wheels are on the transition? <laughs> are you talking about my personal opinion judging or like what the judges do? <laughs> yeah, what have you, either, both. Um, I could pyre that one for, for well, it's, it, no, it's a big N-O for me. No, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. care if you can lip slide in unless you're Omar Hassan, like <laughs> doing it at the, whatever, the Kelly's pool or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty lame. Also, <laughs> pyring a trick, um, no slide big spins. 
Can we just oh, stop? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do them so much, but I've known they've been on the, the fucking euthanasia list for a while. <laughs> God, we had like so many people doing them in in contests lately and like expecting mm-hmm. to get a big, like a tail slide big spin too and expecting to get a score and you're just like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's just, yeah. If, even if you do it perfect, like perfect, perfect. Yeah. Like it's just not... It's not a super difficult trick, and it doesn't look that hot anymore. And it's—I don't know—I'm over it. No side big yeah. yeah, well done. They're good. I, I like that. Solid yeah. tire. Thanks. Our, yeah, that was my Our first tire, guys. Is blazing. Yeah. Yep. I yeah, can also go really big spin front boards to too. Maybe big spin front boards too. Oh, we hit that oh, one man. already. That, 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 yeah, that was yeah. yeah. After we Charged. went to Phoenix Am, that was on it. We were just like, we saw a fucking hundred in an hour. Everybody can do that. Yep. And now, yeah, like now, like be... two girls can do it, and like the, we're still giving them scores, but like I'm gonna stop pretty soon. Is one of those girls Alana Smith though? Alana Smith, I don't know. She can't. She can't do big spin front boards, but um, okay, um, Haley Wilson can. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say give give Alana Smith the highest score and end marks possible. Oh fuck yeah, for her life awesome. journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's I so think sick. a big spin front board from the deck onto the cope. <laughs> And then you front rock in like that would be sick. Oh god! Ask Corey Juno to do one. He'll do it. Yeah, I am. Okay, so my funeral pyre is uh, based on the fact that there is an incredibly long um, and almost so obvious we don't have to discuss it tradition of broader popular culture drawing from skateboarding like kind of vampiring things that are Mm -hmm. cool out of skateboarding and then you know appropriating them and watering them down and taking them out to the rest of the world and making them stupid um the thing that which is fine which is how it it should be um because skating is cool as hell the thing i would like to funeral pyre is the weird sort of pattern of late where we seem to have reversed that and there are kind of two examples I can think of. And the first one is that Welcome to Primitive Spencer Hamilton video that I know we've yes. all watched that is edited like either an Uber ad or a WeWork ad. And it's, you know, <laughs> it's like it's xylophones and he's stretching and it, 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 it's everything is completely on beat and it's totally insipid and it lacks any either sense of humor or edge whatsoever. It feels like it is maximally designed to be the least offensive 57 seconds that Primitive has ever put out. And it probably is. So that's example one. Example two is this sort of thing that happens a lot in publishing right now, which is when you put out a book, you all also will put out you'll be asked to like publish essays or write Mm -hmm. like listicles or like Mm -hmm. obviously do all these interviews and like there's this kind of press deluge that happens yeah and it happens with movies all the time too and award season and so on it seems like skateboarding is sort of doing that like evan smith off of element oh hey here's a grimple sticks board oh hey here's evan smith on the bunt like we have these kind of packages of promotion now and they kind of seeped in with skater of the year where it's like oh it's time to put out your oscar award-winning skater of the year video parts yeah but i'm just really 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 fed up with skateboarding reversing what is the natural flow of being the originator and giving our shit away and instead just like sucking up these really stupid habits from popular culture yeah i i agree i've I've sort of felt like that like i've always thought that skateboarding what was amazing about skateboarding was the way in which it like re 
like appropriates things from the outside and re reuses them in a new way, you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. say the bench and say how the cities are canvas. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, like, you know, that like, Patreon. That, like skate shoe design actually like developed from like non skate shoe design, you know, and like, right. and like yeah. modern street skating kind of came out of from skating things that were not made from skateboarding. And like the way in which like we relate with music, with fashion, all these things, like they come they, they, it's like we have transformed what came from outside. But I do agree that like more recently, as skateboarding becomes more mainstream, we sort of let outside dictate what, how we represent ourselves and what we like uh, are into. Yeah, mm-hmm. I fuck with that. I yeah, I can't help but feel like there's Dummy a certain point. type of market energy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It is. It is. It is purely um, marketing. It's because yeah. of strategy. It's like, oh, here is how we maximize. It. And who who runs Primitive? Is that Bagley? Is that Roger Bagley's company? No, or Heath? No, no, no. I th- no, no. Heath. Yeah. Brinkley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which this is this is like a this is like a Casper Mike Arnold thing. We've got these two behind the screen. Anyway, the way that Primitive is run. You know, though I've I've liked things about it, I mean, it continues to seem to me like the most strategically. Um, it seems so obviously made to be sold. <laughs> everything is maximally what it is. And it, yeah. the Spencer Hamilton video, I was nauseated by. I was like, fuck that. I, I, I got enraged. I, I got mm. like negative, negative stoke from it. And I just, it, I couldn't believe that this is what it's come to now. This sort of comp- uh, just, uh, ugh. yeah, I don't ever want to see it again. I'm angry. <laughs> Thanks for linking us to it. Yeah. Uh. Fuck. Yeah, that was like a smell this thing, right? This is terrible. Yeah. But okay, so this is a kind of weird question, but like I kind of liked I mean, I I look back on like the companies that I was most inspired by like when I was at that age when shit was being sold to companies me, which was fucking me. honestly 17 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that was when like skateboarding marketing and like my consumer power like merged. And like, they were kind of, you know, like girl and stereo mm-hmm. and to some extent, like, like menace and like all that, like kind of gangster, like polo world shit, like action. Yeah. Like <laughs> they were, they, they were like trying to do non-skate, you know, like, like stereo yeah. was about jazz and like a beatnik culture and girl was sort of about this sort of like arty filmmaker thing. And like all the like sexy world shit was about like, like tagging and, and, and like gangster like aesthetics and like polo and like so what is it where where does that balance lie where it's like to some extent like primitive is a natural extension of this sort of like entrepreneurial non-skate success model that like young kids are probably going to be inspired by and i can definitely imagine that the old crusty like voltrol austin trogs like probably saw me like in my like fucking tertiary attempt at trying to like be like a, a menace right. skater right. preppy dude and we're like oh that's not skateboarding you know <laughs> so you're saying that it in the way that 90s skateboarding appropriated black culture 2019 skateboarding is appropriating silicon valley and that should be okay um i don't know if it's like quite as like uh yeah no, I'm not saying that should be okay. I'm just saying like, is 
the question, and I don't think we can answer that in our generation, right. but like right. the question remains like, is this the same thing? Is like, right. like, I think what you object to is not Spencer Hamilton because he rips and right. he has beautiful eyes. And, um, <laughs> he does have beautiful eyes. Yeah. He does have beautiful eyes. He does. And, but, uh, but just the way that he was packaged for primitive and because it, yeah. it seems non skate. No, it's true. And, like, yeah. Yeah. You're, and, and, and I guess that's to me sort of the problem is that, like, what if we have this resource and this resource is this individual who rips, um, and you know, hasn't had a board sponsor and has been unjustly without a sponsor for a while. Like, how dare you give me this thing that makes me not be stoked for him to have a board sponsor, I, I guess is it. I think, and it's like a personal affront. Yeah. Part of me was like, I kind of, I look up to Spencer. Like I'm, I'm like, you know, fuck man, I, I need to start like eating right. And I should really start smoking weed cause it's working for him. Um, <laughs> and doing yoga and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just kind of bored with like the backdrop. I was like, "Ooh, I forgot he like lives in Canada, and Canada fucking sucks." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he looks sick on my Instagram feed, you know. And I'd love to yeah, see fine. him skate in New York, but like, goddamn, man, like, what is that, Toronto? Like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted him on Alzheimer's so bad. Oh yeah, That's me exact. too. I thought yeah. Alzheimer's was Canadian, but I think it's different. But um, it's like half Canadian, but it's like. Canadians. They that, straddle. Yeah, they like it's New York Canadians. Canadians that are happy. <laughs> They're a great lake. Uh, yeah. In Connecticutians. No, all tournaments and stuff. Man, I, th I, I feel like I feel like we've done it. Um, Alex, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. I hope that you're back all the time. I'd love to be yeah. back. Maybe yeah, next time oh, I yeah. won't just be the token female and there'll be two females on. There, there will Wouldn't be. That Andy, be something? And you'll have yeah. and you'll have a you'll have the big mic. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Thanks for having me. One hundred percent. We all nailed it. Nailed, nailed it. it. <laughs> Love you guys. Hey, great, great job, everyone. Thank you, Alex. Um, yeah, thanks, Ted. Thanks, Ted, and thanks, Cal. <laughs> yeah, and Ted Barrow. Truly, thank you for speaking so um, sincerely. All right. This is thanking all of our Vent City $20 patrons. Legend has it that Jordan Galliano did a heel flip and he grabbed over the pyramid of his local park to middling applause, but we love you. Brian Higgins is the sort of person who dutifully claps when a tactless youth looks in his direction for approval after doing something lackluster, and we love you. Sean thinks they're so special that last names need not apply, and we agree, we love you. Josh Luff quit rollerblading because it wasn't mainstream enough. Now he skates and we love him for it. Luke Whitford doesn't give a shit for it about the most recent Fast and Furious film, Hobbs and Shaw, and we love him. Kristen Lukey has a low-key German-sounding last name, and Kyle loves you the most. Terrence Stillen Rooney has a really long last name, but we love him in a hyphenated kind of way. Sag was in the background of Pat Janita's clip in 4-on-1 number 37, and we love them. Evan Cunningham has done a 900. Not necessarily on a skateboard, but we still love Evan for it. Max Chow holds the title for Patreon supporter whose name rhymes most with Phil Chow. We love them. Fun fact about Neil Shoemaker. Never made a shoe in his life, but has made at least half of the Vent City trick challenges in their sleep. Damien Stewart is of no relation to the actress Kristen Stewart, but Lord knows we'd love them a lot more if that were so. 
Thank you again for listening. The credits music in this episode was provided by Alana Brine. You can find more of her music on Instagram at Alana, I-L-A-N-A dot Brine, B-R-Y-N-E, or naivetracks.bandcamp.com. That's tracks with an X. Also, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash event city and you can sign up for our rep flow or pro flow program and that'll get you access to other shows like content stuff we do. Uh, we'll do readings and uh, other stuff. And yeah, it also helps us produce the show a little bit faster. And yeah, that's it. Thanks. <laughs>